You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Dave's not here. That's right. Dave has left the building. I'm Chris Graveline. This is Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, June 11th, 2021. Uh, Well, actually, Dave's just down the hall sitting silently behind the computer in his office and is not allowed to talk. Uh, He did email us to say that he's feeling much better following his vocal cord surgery, has a bit of a scratchy throat, and still has to remain completely silent for eight days. Uh, He's only emailing and texting and using this annoying text-to-voice speech app on his tablet, and of course a poor attempt at some sign language, and we're trying to read lips sometimes. Uh, He has told us that uh, this has been one of the most difficult things he's done, staying quiet. So, meantime, we're presenting a, a best of uh, that we're sure you haven't heard all of and hope that you stay tuned for that. Don't forget our big, cool, into tomorrow hot summer giveaway is going on. All you have to do to qualify is participate on the show and let us hear you by using our app on iOS and Android. There's a little message to studio button there that will allow you to record a message and send it to us. You can do the same thing by visiting our site at intotomorrow.com. You'll see a red Ask Dave button with a microphone. You can record a question, a comment, help for another listener, some tech rage, whatever you want to share with us and send it that way. And stay tuned because we're going to tell you about some of the cool stuff we have to share coming up. Now, just because Dave's out of commission doesn't mean that the tech news stops. So uh, one of our other stories this week, Jeff Bezos is headed to space. The Amazon billionaire and founder of space company Blue Origin on Monday said that he would be a passenger on the maiden crewed flight of Blue Origin's new Shepard on July 20th. Bezos will be joined by his brother, Mark Bezos, as well as the winner of an auction for a seat on the rocket launch. New Shepard is a suborbital rocket, meaning that the trip will be brief. The entire experience from launch to landing will last about 10 to 15 minutes. The journey will begin at the company's launch facility in West Texas, and after an initial boost, the crew capsule will separate from New Shepard and continue on past the Carmen Line, which is considered to be the edge of space at about 62 miles in altitude. Passengers will enjoy a few minutes of weightlessness before returning back to Earth for a parachute-assisted landing not far from the launch pad where their journey started. Bob in El Paso, Texas, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. You can sign up for them as well. Did I mention they're free and also no charge when you hit us up at intotomorrow.com? Hey, Bob. Hey, Dave. We really like to use some of these social distancing Internet platforms like Zoom. But the problem with Zoom is it's uh, 40 minutes for the free version. We're looking for some alternative. Can you suggest something that's good that allows families to talk together besides some of the more popular ones that require a subscription? Tiled View can show up to 16 participants at a time. If your family members could connect to Zoom, they should be able to easily connect to Google Meet using the same devices, computer, desktop, laptop, tablet, phone, what have you. Google's been pushing it pretty hard lately, so you're unlikely to run into any annoyances until they conquer more market share and want to maybe try to monetize it more. But for the most part, you can do it. Skype, of course, has gotten pretty clunky 
and very bloated, if you will. But it should also work for the family, too. Yeah. Now, if your family already uses WhatsApp, you can uh, also do video conferences there, which might spare them from having to download an extra app. Microsoft Teams might work for you as well. It's a little more of a corporate tool meant to help with collaboration on Office documents, but you can ignore that part and just use the video. Uh, other ways of connecting with families with uh, Facebook Messenger. They have a video chat option. Snapchat has video chat as well. Uh, there you can play games and add filters to your video output. FaceTime is another choice if you happen to use Apple devices. It yeah, but if you're not an iPhone, FaceTime's not an option. Yeah, well... Yeah. But well, if you're an iPhone, like if you, if you're guys. smart and use iPhones, no, use no. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it has filters too, which now you can make your conversations a little more fun. Yeah. There are many, many others, but most of the good ones have the same problem Zoom has for your use case. They're marketed towards businesses, and obviously they have limits. Yeah, it's like Whereby. It's a pretty good uh, service, but it has a low amount of participants on the free accounts. Blue Jeans costs less than Zoom per month, but it has no free version. WebEx feels like something that somebody forgot to keep updating about five years ago. Ago, <laughs> and the free version will cut you off after less than an hour. Um, and GoToMeeting has no free version. Now, the good news is that there's probably plenty of options, even if most products are aimed towards paid use for business. Yeah. Mark in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, listens on AM 800 CKLW. They're also known as the information station. Hello, Mark. How do I know if it's my router or my modem that's causing the issue because I have some devices that work and some say connected but no internet? Oh, well, if some work and some don't, it's your router. The routing a router does is in part routing internet requests back to the devices that made them. The modem doesn't take care of that part. The devices that don't work may have their own settings issues too, so don't forget to check those as well. Yeah, if you want to check and see if your modem is doing its job, plug in your computer via network cable directly to it and check at the source. If you get a solid Internet connection, then your modem is working as it should, and you can go ahead and replace your router. There you go. I hope that helps you out, Mark, because a lot of times routers are the issues, and when you can, try to update those items. Joe in Durham, North Carolina, listens on News Radio 680 WPTF. Hello, Joe. I just wanted to alert you so that you can notify your listeners that I've been getting junk email that claims it's from the U.S. Census Bureau. And I know the U.S. Census Bureau doesn't send you emails asking you to complete a survey. I haven't responded because I believe that this would just be to my detriment and anyone's detriment who responds. So I just wanted to warn your listeners to beware. Well, and you have done just that, Joe. Thank you very much. And, and of course, Chris found this from the actual Census Bureau. If you get an email and think it's bogus, do not reply. Do not click on any links. And do not open any attachments. What should you do then? Forward the email or website URL to the Census Bureau. They say it's at ois.fraud.reporting at census.gov. But we'll have this on our site at intotomorrow.com. So well, because everybody won't remember yeah. that? No, of course That's not. Absurd. Yeah. Typical government email address. I just yeah. read it. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Something about census.gov. Yeah. But yeah. And, then, and then delete the message. They said that they'll investigate and notify you of the findings. Yeah, if there are any. 
many findings. Steve in Lake Villa, Illinois, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast that you can sign up for as well at intotomorrow.com. And we love you, Steve, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. My wife convinced me into buying a, a two-pack of smart plugs. I didn't know what I'd use it for. I kind of use it on my backup coffee maker, my K-Reg it doesn't really work on. Hmm. What do you think best use for a smart plug? There are a couple smart plugs lost for what I could do with these. I think that's very cool, though, that your wife got them for you. So, And I think it's even more cool that you're trying to justify a use for them. So we're here to help you out. Well, I think his wife made him get them for her. Oh, that could be. That's what he well, was saying. Well, in, in which case, we're, we've got some uh, tips for you, Steve. That it's pretty much up to what you need to automate. So it sounds more like a question, I guess, maybe for your wife, if she's the one who wanted them. Uh, what we can tell you is that normally they're mostly useful for something like a lamp, just something simple that you want to turn on or off. Usually, you'll get more out of them if you can automate something in some way. Uh, for example, like I said, if you plug some lamps into those smart plugs, you might might be able to get them to turn on after sunset or uh, but or only if you're home for example or turn on when you're a block away and getting home so it's already lit yeah, and you can use them for some other things that are interesting for some users. For example, to turn on an AC unit if you have wall, window, or split units. But those normally require higher amp models, which aren't very common. Um, you can set just about any unit to control fans, dehumidifiers, and other common gadgets, though. Devices in the kitchen, like a coffee maker, can be completely automated with a smart plug. You can turn it on in the morning as you're getting ready for the day, saving you time. If you're thinking ahead, it could also be used for holiday decorations. Now, it can also save you money by cutting off any power that's left on standby. Smart plugs can also work with radio. So you can set it to turn on whenever we're on the air, for example, so you never miss our show. Now, your wife must have been thinking about some uses when she convinced you to buy them, though. So is there anything that she'd like to automate or control remotely? If so, that really should be your answer. I think it should be. And Steve, you'd do well to keep the wife happy, especially since you got the smart plugs now. We gave you a whole bunch of ideas, and there are many more, maybe some other listening have some other tips how do you use a smart plug certainly one of the less expensive ways uh, to utilize some home automation goodies is a smart plug you know having to get bigger devices or you know other things let us know and we'll pass it on to steve on the air jake in colfax washington listens on kmax 8 40 a.m hello jake welcome into tomorrow Right now, I'm calling you guys on my uh, phone that I'm using currently, a Motorola E4, um, which has a terrible battery right now. And my birthday's coming up, so I'm wondering what phone should I get? I would prefer to have a phone that has 2 gigabytes of RAM, but I would prefer it to be under $400. I've heard good things about the Motorola G+, Plus, but I don't know if that's a good, if it would be worth my money to get that. Well, Jake, first of all, happy early birthday. And that's awesome, and and we'll be thinking of you, although you didn't tell us when it is. But it's coming up, so happy early birthday. Uh, We've heard good things about the Motorola G+, but they have all revolved around the price. The display is apparently very, very good from what we gather. The camera is good, but not as good as Motorola claims. The rest of the phone seems to largely be what you can expect for the price point of the device. Now, it's not flawless, uh, but it's five or six times cheaper than some of the phones hitting the market these days. Overall, it does look like a good phone and a reasonable choice for the price. There's very little competition for you to consider at that same price point, but there are some to consider at 
just under $400. Yeah, now, if you don't mind having a phone that didn't hit the market this year, a Samsung Galaxy S9 can be had for under 400 bucks. Uh, an iPhone 8 can still be found for around 350 and their brand new SE is selling for 400 and is a new phone. Yeah, but if, you don't want to have the poor guy become an iPhoney. Come on. Well, he's talking he about to... Android. The, well, let's help him out. It's his exactly. birthday I'm coming to up. help him out. That's why I'm steering him towards iPhone. Yeah, don't pay attention, Jake, about iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, old flagships were built to better stand so they may be worth considering even if they're not new anymore, uh, since they may still be more powerful and better built than newer budget phones. Now, another phone you might want to consider is the Google Pixel 3a. It's an incredible phone costing about 400 bucks. It has 4 gig of RAM, 64 gig of storage, a 5.6-inch screen, uh, and impressive front and rear cameras at 8 and 12.2 megapixels, respectively. So that's a, ca- that's a phone with a lot of good features for 400 bucks. So you might want to really look at that, Jake, because I think you're going to get a lot more for your money than what you would have gotten for the same amount of money with the Motorola. And being that it's a Google phone, it's not going to have a whole lot of this crapware added on by mm-hmm. the carrier. In fact, that's the key with the Pixel phones, and they are clean, flat-out Android. Not only is there no crapware from the phone manufacturer, because in this case it's a Google phone, but you also they don't allow the carriers to put their nonsense stuff on it as well. So you end up with a true device that should do the job for you. If you've got a question, or maybe you want to offer some additional input for any of our callers, we love listeners helping other listeners, we want to hear from you. And it's very easy, not just because when you call in, you win stuff. That's a given. 800-899-4686. That's 800-899-INTO. Details at intotomorrow.com. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Call 800-970-8405. That's 800-970-8405. Born on the radio, raised by technology, you're tuned into tomorrow. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. OMG, we have that summer giveaway going. And we got great items to share with you that have already arrived that we're going to start sending out with your phone calls. We want to hear you on the show. Mention two or three items when you hear them and when you call in that you might like. No promises, no guarantees. But we'll do our best to get at least one of them to you that would be helpful to you. Like maybe from Vox Electronics, we've got Vox Power System, emergency installed battery backup system for your vehicle, and a high-res in-vehicle digital smart TV overhead monitor system. That thing's valued at $700. Yikes. Do you have an Android device, perhaps a phone, perhaps an Android tablet? Well, we've got promo codes for lifetime subscriptions. 
to their very cool TypeWise custom keyboard for Android devices. Just mention it, we can probably get you one. From Viper, a color OLED two-way security and remote start system. Catalyst sent a bunch of stuff as they typically do, including total protection cases for AirPods Pro, Influence Series rugged cases for iPhone 12 Pro Maxes, and total protection series rugged cases for various iPhone 12 models. From LFO, we've got several of their eClip baby car seat alarms giving peace of mind to busy parents. Yes, and don't forget your child. This will not let you forget your child in the backseat or your grandchild or otherwise. From Tivic Health, they sent us several of their clear-up microcurrent devices to relieve congestion from colds, flu, and allergies with carrying cases, I might add. Check that out. Yamaha is back this year with an EAD-10 drum module, transforms acoustic drum sounds with studio-quality digital effects, and their sonogenic keytar enabling playing without wrong notes. Roborock providing a $700 S6 Max-V robotic vacuum, true vision and smarter action, And what do you have to do to qualify for any of these goodies? It's very simple. You just have to participate on the show, allowing us to hear your voice. That means not sending us an email. I mean, we we take emails, but to qualify, just call us at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or use our free Into Tomorrow app for iOS and Android. There's a message to studio button. Or you can stop by our site, and there's an Ask Dave button with a little microphone that you can participate that way. And that's at intotomorrow.com. Earl in Guam listens online and on K57KGUM. Hello, Earl. Welcome Into Tomorrow. It's about Adobe Illustrator. The subscription is good for a year. If I purchase the Illustrator, what happens at the end of the subscription? Does the software become unusable or does it just block me from getting updates? Well, Earl, the software will stay installed and allow you to pick up where you left off if you subscribe again, but it won't work unless you do. Adobe switched to a monthly or yearly license model a few years ago, the way most other companies did. For example, Microsoft's Office works this way now, too. Except they don't call it Office anymore. It's, no, it's, it's just a, Microsoft. Microsoft 365 yeah. or something, yeah. But it, what happens in a leap year doesn't work one, one day. Yeah, we get one day where it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. um, now, the, the timed license model um, allowed them to skirt a lot of the piracy issues that they used to have and was favored by heavy professional users who found themselves having to spend the better part of $1,000 every year or two to upgrade to the current version at the time. Now they can remain on the latest version or run parallel versions for the monthly fee. It doesn't really work that well for individual users, but it works for Adobe's target audience, which are those professional users. Of course. And that's, again, their target audience where they're going to make their most money. Any files now that you created will remain on your computer. And if they're compatible with other software, will be functional. But the Adobe programs themselves won't work unless you renew that license. Now, if you're a casual user, there are alternatives out there, like Vector, that's V-E-C-T-R, or Inkscape that might work for you, but nothing will be exactly like Illustrator. Yeah, that's a shame, but again, they're foremost at what they're doing, and you pay for it. That's what that happens. So, Earl, let us know how it works out for you. If you renew, if you do, why? If you don't, why not? And it'll help other listeners as well. Kipper in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, listens to our free podcast, by the way, now hosted by Blueberry, sends the following email. 
He says, since installing Norton 360 and VPN, my Grace Mondo can no longer find my Wi-Fi. Oh. Their support team is, quote, off during the pandemic, so I thought you might know. Is this Grace Norton situation casual or just a coincidence? First of all, how, why would any support team be off during the pandemic? I mean, work from home and solve people's problems. Because it's Norton. Yeah, true. Kipper, it should just be a coincidence. The VPN and antivirus would both work at the device level. Yeah, some routers do have VPN settings, but even if it's set up on the router, which would make it the gateway for all devices, it's still external only. The local network shouldn't be affected in any way. Now, neither the antivirus nor the VPN should be affecting discoverability. So we'd power cycle everything since network devices are a little temperamental, but it's probably not the VPN or antivirus software. Yeah, most likely not. Uh, Kipper, let us know if even the powering down everything and back up again, hopefully that easy, solves your problem. Yeah, now we tried doing that with 2020 and then it didn't work when it came to 2021. We yeah. tried just rebooting it. And and I remember on January 7th, I wanted to uh, say I tried the seven-day free trial. I want to get my money back. That didn't work either. Yeah. Uh, what can I say? Do join us next time. Consider calling us, won't you? 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or use the free Into Tomorrow app where you can send a message to the studio right from there. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. Into Tomorrow continues in our 25th year on the air, covering the latest in consumer tech and hopefully answering your questions, solving your digital dilemmas. You know, you can call in any time, 24-7, and participate on the program. Our next guest is with the creators of the world's first 3D pen, now with a 3D pen for almost all ages. President and founder of 3Doodler is Max Bogue. Max, welcome back into tomorrow. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. How are you doing? It's always a pleasure to have you. I'm doing well, thanks, because you guys are always coming up with fun fun, innovative things for kids of all ages, and that includes all of us, I guess. So tell me tell me a little bit first about 3Doodler. How did that all get started? And, and then we'll get into what you've got available. Yeah, sure. Days. So 3Doodler uh, is the world's first uh, 3D pen. Uh, essentially, it's the extrusion mechanism from a 3D printer uh, that we one day were actually using a 3D printer to make a robot dinosaur, and the 3D printer missed a layer. And me and my business partner, Peter Dilworth, were like, man, I wish I could just take the nozzle head 
off the 3D printer and simply use it to fix the two uh, pieces because we have two perfectly good pieces that the printer made. Why can't you do that? And then we kind of went, hey, why can't you do that? So we took apart the 3D printer after printing out some parts from it, and then we clued together this really ugly thing and wrote 3Doodler on the side and used it to weld two pieces of plastic together. And went, that's pretty cool. I wonder what else it can do. So then we tried drawing in the air with it because the ABS plastic hardens very quickly. We were able to literally draw in the air with it. We thought that's even cooler. Then we realized that there was kind of an infinite number of possibilities that you could do with this thing. And we then put it on Kickstarter, and that was in 2013, and raised uh, $2.3 million on Kickstarter, 26,000 pre-orders. Nice. That's obviously a great way to get good attention where people say, yeah, I'm in. I would love something like this. And what a great business opportunity for you to say, well, then I'm glad we're doing it. <laughs> exactly. We, we, uh, we had initially showed it to a couple of different companies um, saying, are you interested? And, and they all kind of went, I don't, I don't get it. What would you do with it? <laughs> we were like, oh, okay, maybe we're crazy. So we decided, that's why we decided to put it on Kickstarter because uh, no one... No one could see what we were seeing, like uh, this really low-cost way of doing 3D printing, essentially, where you're the computer, you're the XYZ robotic arm, and you're using this extruder head to make physical objects. You know, As a, And since then, it's grown quite significantly. And now oh, yeah. we have a whole range of different products, and we've sold over 2 million pens to date. Wow. Well, congrats, yeah. kudos to you guys. Thank I know you. we and we've been fortunate to have you on the show in person as well as like in this case on the phone, but in yeah. person when you were able to show us what you were doing and how you were doing it. Of course, we've got videos at intotomorrow.com. You're welcome to check out from Max's previous appearances, but it it was I guess originally you were doing something uh, for ages what, 6 or 7 and up and now there's so much more because the younger kids want it in and, and the older kids and adults <laughs> want it in. Exactly. <laughs> so the, the very first version was for, for 14 plus because it's hot, like a, a soldering iron or hot. Yeah, yeah. And then a couple of years ago, we made a three-doodler start, which is a six-plus version, where you can literally draw on your skin. It's, it's warm, but it's not hot. It's around 110 degrees Fahrenheit, um, 30 or 40 degrees uh, Celsius. And then just now, this year, uh, actually a couple of weeks ago, we introduced the 3D build and play which is for four-year-olds and up. Um, and essentially, it's a hand-cranked version um, that uses molds or injection molding systems where you have this tray that has little holes in it, and you stick the tip of the device into the holes, and then you simply crank away to fill them up, and then you pop those pieces out, and you assemble them together. And then it has a backdrop as well with a, a city on one side and the jungle on the other side, mm-hmm. and you put the characters together and, and it has a little storybook that comes with it and the idea is that you create stories with these uh, characters and, and you continue the story that the storybook initially presented you with so it's really good for that younger childhood development age of storytelling uh, we worked with several librarians actually to to come up with the whole concept and to make it work for that younger age group Excellent. That's good. Because, yeah, the, of kids of all ages, as well as adults, like to be creative for the most part. Yeah. And and why not? If, if the younger kids were seeing their older siblings doing neat stuff, but because it was it did heat up, you know, the, the ones that you mentioned, the, the first one for ages 14 and up and so forth, it's, it wasn't quite as safe for them. But they wanted to do it. So you filled yeah. that need as well. And, uh, and now they're able to just get creative and have some fun with it. So from four years 
years old up, you've got uh, cool three doodlers available for them. Yeah, and we're very excited about that, especially because we were seeing below the age of six, uh, kids were having difficulty using the, the three doodler start because it's a bit too open-ended and there's too much play. Uh, so by making the trays and the molds, uh, that really helps to guide those younger kids uh, into a play pattern that makes sense for them. Have you uh, found, uh, I'm noticing that you guys are, are also doing some things with blind folks. And, of course, being radio, we have a lot of listeners that may be sight impaired. And I'm wondering how the blind are using the three-doodler technology. Are they able to? Yes. In fact, uh, we've had quite a lot of success. We partnered with the Royal National Institute for the Blind uh, in the United Kingdom to alter the, the 3D pens, the three-doodler start and the three-doodler create plus. Uh, to make them accessible for the blind. So they have tactile markings on them that allow you to orientate yourself. But the really important thing is that for the first time ever, you can draw on a flat surface with a, that produces a raised line. Mm. And you don't need anything other than the pen and the material, the, the plastic, for lack of a better word, of the 3 doodler start. And because that material is low temperature, you can touch it as it's coming out. So you're able to write traditional letters or characters. You can do tactile mapping. You could, you know, show someone what your room looks like or do blueprints or things of that nature, and they can then feel the results of that, as well as labeling and just kind of everyday usage of things, you know, a spice jar. You can label a spice jar with what whatever symbols or dots or even letters that you want so that you know what's in that spice jar every time you pick it up. Wow, that's great. So they can literally feel their way along their own creativity even as well, if they want to do something and and, uh, kind of write a story, if you will. Yeah, write a story, draw a picture. Yeah, Yeah. wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's quite quite a lot that can be done with it. And then we've seen a lot of schools starting to use it uh, for the blind as well um, for that same purpose. Because then if you can have a student participate in a classroom, all the better. If you can imagine a teacher can create a map of the classroom and tell the student where their seat is and where all of the materials in the classroom are. Hmm. And that student can get that before they enter the classroom so that they can enter that classroom with a lot of confidence knowing the layout of the room before they even walk in the first day. Oh, that's terrific. I'm, I'm so happy to, to hear about that, too. And, and in general, can 3D, uh, the three-doodler be used for education? What would you know a normal classroom of students oh, do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I'm guessing from your reaction, it's limitless. <laughs> so uh, we, we're in over 10,000 schools currently, uh, and we have curriculum material online, but quite literally every subject um, – So if you're in a physics classroom scenario, you can set it up where, say, all the students design a roller coaster on a piece of paper, and then they vote on which roller coaster to build, and then every student using one pen creates one piece of that roller coaster in a single classroom period, Hmm. and then they assemble those pieces together, and then they can test the roller coaster and see if their math worked out. Or if you're in an English classroom, uh, there's a teacher in Minnesota that does a great job where each student's assigned a building from their main downtown street circa 1890. They have to look up the blueprints. They have to write a historical essay. And then using the blueprints, they need to make the building to scale using one of the three doodlers. (laughs) And then all the students combine all the buildings together to recreate that main downtown street from that time period. Nice. So, yeah, and we have ESL students that are using it for, for tactile learning because by 
underlining and drawing or writing letters uh, with a 3D pen or with any tactile surface, it has a better retention as a result. So it's literally any subject. Um, there's, you know, in a history class, you could make a temple, and each student can be assigned different sections of the temple, or different groups could have different things. You know, one has to write an essay and design columns. Uh, another has to do the frescoes. Another has to do the roof. And all those different components can then be added together as a classroom. So you work together uh, while also working on your individual projects. Oh, loving it. Max, I'll tell you what, there's so much more to talk about, and we want to learn even more about the Three Doodler products. Hold on just a minute. We'll pay a couple of bills and come right back as we continue bringing you further into tomorrow. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the president and founder of Three Doodler at threedoodler.com, Max Bogue. For those listening that are, are uh, certainly understandably curious about the material that's used, uh, how does that work with the Three Doodler and the various pens? Are there different materials, uh, I'm assuming, for the different pens and different age groups? There are. The, the Three Doodler Start and the 3D Build and Play use the same material. Uh, it's a special home compostable plastic. It's BPA-free. It's non-toxic. It's okay if it's consumed. Not that you should. Yeah. You don't recommend <laughs> eating it, but it's not going to hurt you. I don't recommend, but it's not going <laughs> to hurt you. And most importantly, it's home compostable. So it can go into a home compost heap, and it goes away in about 90 to 120 days. Okay. So it's, it's quite eco-friendly in that way. Uh, the Three Doodler Create Plus and the Pro Series use a variety of different materials. We have PLA or polylactic acid, which is a plant-based material. Um, it's made out of cornstarch, essentially. We have ABS, which is one of the world's most common plastics. We have flexi, or our flexible plastic. We have wood, which is sawdust from a sawmill. It's a waste material combined with that cornstarch material. It's sandable and stainable. Really? Um, so you're able to actually put wood, use wood as a creative, a creative tool? Mm-hmm. You wow. can fix cracks in floorboards. You can draw in air and wood. You can uh, chips and banisters. You, you name it. Um, you can use this material. Gee. It's quite versatile. We also have like bronze and copper, nylon. Uh, you can use like standard nylon dyes for. So it's quite extensive to what you can do, especially in that the Pro Series and the Create Plus. The materials get quite, uh, quite exotic. <laughs> I'm looking at, at some of the things on your blog at the number 3 doodler.com the 3 doodler.com fairy tale doodles uh, 3D build and play characters. I mean some of these things are very very intricate which I guess on the one hand might seem a little intimidating for some kids or some adults for that matter but on the other hand gives you some great ideas. Yeah, it really runs the gambit. You can make something very simple or you can make something very complex. It's a question of how much time and effort you want to put on it. Hmm. Um, the, although the 3D build and play characters, those are just bold. So those are much simpler than they, they might initially look. And that's for ages 4 plus, so I can that's even the, do that. That's the 4 plus. So even you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> although it, the, the device itself is designed for smaller hands. Oh. So 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Well, then I better get up there to the uh, 14 plus, probably, to be safe. But it's got to warm the cockles of your heart, Max, to be able to see so many people getting so much joy out of this, let alone the fact, as you mentioned, that it can also help you with chores around the house, you know, filling in some areas or something. What are some of the other unusual things that your users have shared with you that they've done with their three doodler? Well, I've seen people that have fixed their vacuum cleaners, which is always interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen people that have done car detailing, which is pretty amusing. Whoa. Um, I quite often get asked to fix toys around the house every time my son breaks something. <laughs> um, but uh, I've seen people who have made flying, um, actual working airplanes, which I thought was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, someone doodled uh, a six-foot-tall statue of Liberty. Uh, which was also very impressive. And then there's a number of fashion designers that are doing really interesting stuff because they can make three-dimensional clothing that holds its shape even on the rack um, for runway shows and things of that nature. So there's there's even a lingerie maker uh, called Eden in Israel that does uh, three-doodled lingerie. Oh, <laughs> wow. Fascinating. <laughs> yes. It, it leaves even more to the creative mind. I, I think exactly. that's you know, <laughs> limitless opportunities is an understatement. So <laughs> the three doodler.com is going to get you uh, all sorts of great ideas and you'll be able to see everything that is available uh, from, of course, their company from ages four plus, the 3D build play, uh, the 3D doodler starter, the create plus. I mean, there's all sorts of neat stuff. Do check it out. We'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Max, always a delight to chat with you. Keep making cool new stuff, and we'll keep talking about it. Always. Thank you for having me on. Into Tomorrow continues. Don't forget, participate and win in the big summer giveaway as we continue here on the Advanced Media Network. Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, Blue Pills Direct can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you can get the same results you need for only $2 per pill? That's right. Call today and receive 50 blue pills or 50 yellow pills for only $99. That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 888-914-4247 today and finally have those breathtaking, toe-curling moments again and again. Call 888-914-4247 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 888-914-4247. That's 888-914-4247. Call 888-914-4247. Trust me when I tell you that you, yes, you want to participate on Into Tomorrow. We've got some awesome prizes. We always do, but we've got some more awesomer prizes these days. Stay tuned. How does one participate anytime, by the way, 24-7? The best way is to use the free Into Tomorrow app, which is available in your favorite app store. Yeah. Download it, and there's an option there to send a message to studio, which you can record, and it'll email your recording to us with your question, your comment, your your help for another listener, your tech rage, whatever you want to tell us or ask us or anything. Just, just 
participate with us. Or you could call our Ask Dave hotline anytime, 24-7-365, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Kathy in Windsor, Ontario, listens on AM 800 CKLW. Welcome into tomorrow, Kathy. I have a Samsung 9 phone, and I had plugged my earbuds into it to listen to a, a podcast, and... Now, I pulled it out, of course, and now my phone speaker does not work. I can only hear somebody when they call me if I put my speaker phone on. So how do I tell my phone that my earbuds are still not in my Samsung 9? Well, Kathy, there are actually a few options. The one that works most of the time is the one that you've probably tried already. Plug them back in and take them out a few times. Sometimes the phone eventually realizes that they're no longer plugged in after a few tries. Uh, There may also just be some debris in the headphone jack. You can try cleaning it out with a little Q-tip if you can and see if that helps. If it doesn't, Restarting your phone sometimes will, though there are no guarantees, unfortunately. Now, if that fails, look for audio override apps. Some will just force the phone to change output and will offer you a functional solution, even if it's less than ideal. Now, things get worse from there. If the problem is software-based, you may need to restore your phone. And if it's hardware-based, you may need to have the port itself replaced. Uh, We make those your last resort option, since one is inconvenient and the other one is costly. Yeah, I I wish there was... uh, an easier way. Sometimes people have been able to kind of wrap it gently on a hard surface. Don't smash it, but, you know, just sort of, you know, bang it on a hard surface and maybe loosen up any debris that might have gotten in there. Or it could actually be broken inside. And that's why it's not making contact anymore. Um, But Either way, we hope that one of our suggestions is helpful. I should say, Mike is calling from where? And you would say, Blenheim, Ontario. Oh, and how does he listen to the show? On AM 800 CKLW, they're the uh, information station. Ah, we love that. Thanks, Mike. Hey. Hey, Dave. You mentioned uh, favorites and dislikes. I have to say one of my favorite gadgets was a mini disc player. But at the same time, I also kind of hated it because it was hard to get any mini discs out there. I had to record my own music off the radio. Also, have to point out, if it wasn't for the Palm Pilot, I don't think we'd have the mobile phones we have today. Congratulations on 25 years. Well, thank you very much, Mike. But you know what? I loved the mini disc as well, but he's absolutely right. It was so hard to find discs. We actually played our commercials from a mini disc and a CD simultaneously because we had issues with them going out, so we had to be able to switch to one automatically real quick you know, wow. if we had to because that's how you know reliable they were. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also right about the Palm Pilot, which later could only become the Palm. Yeah, because the pilot pen company sued them. Ah, it was a bunch of mess. And all the you know flight attendants for so many years that even after this said, make sure you turn off your Palm Pilots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody has a Palm Pilot anymore. Anyway, join us at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, Use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netflix. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.